0: Welcome to the Shrink Think Podcast. I'm
1: Aaron. And I'm Nathan, and we're both licensed professional counselors in Oregon here to open up our lives and minds with you. We are your companion on the journey to grow your healthcare practice, yourself, and your relationships.
0: To get you started, we've got a free email course on our website, shrinkthinkpodcast.com forward slash course, with practical steps on overcoming your fear and anxiety. Thank you for joining us on the Shrink Think Podcast. Hey, welcome to the ShrinkThink Podcast. We are excited to bring you fresh new content, another riveting episode here from the Portland, Oregon area. Nathan Hawkins and your co-host right here, Aaron Potratz. We are kind of freewheeling today. We this is kind of a current issue that's been going on, so we've just had a little bit of time to make a little outline for ourselves. And for you guys, we're going to talk about what's been going on recently in across the country with this whole COVID uh, reopening kind of thing. What, what do we see is going on for people? Like, why is this happening? And then a few ideas of what we can do about it. So first of all, let's just kick this off by talking about like right now, uh, what's been happening is that here in Oregon, at least, and probably across the country, uh, things have been reopening and people are starting to do some normal things again uh, with vaccines coming out and people feeling safer, more comfortable to do things and then uh, governmental policies that are happening that are allowing businesses and people to do certain things like go to sporting events or movie theaters. Uh, my kids just went to a, th- uh, a movie this past weekend uh, for the first time in a long time and I'm probably going to go again or go this weekend And um, like that kind of thing just has not happened in the last, you know, 12 to 14 months. So there's new stuff that's happening that is putting us in a different kind of a society or rather we're going back to the way things were in some ways. And yet at the same time, you can't go back to the way things were after everything that's happened. So that's kind of what we're talking about today. And we want to give you a little bit of... Validation and and normalization because we're hearing a lot of people say this and we just want to put it out there and start talking about it.
1: I think the biggest issue um, actually is the exhaustion. You know, if you go back a year ago um, about this time, we were stressed out for the same reason but in an opposite fashion. So back then, everything was closing, right? Um, And you're angry and irritable and then also scared and freaked out about what's going to happen? And I mean, I was thinking about on the drive in today, I mean, there's a lot of traffic. I mean, at this time last year, nothing. I I was still going into the office by myself, totally. <laughs> there's no one here. Cause I tried to do the whole thing at home and, uh, and it was like, no, this is not gonna work. Um, and so since I'm renting an office anyway, I might as well sit in it by myself and work from there. Now this year, everything's on the opposite where it's starting to reopen. I know other states, you're listening over there, you're like, Man, sucks for you, bro. Um, but the reality is is that there's a lot of stress in that. And part of it and I'm not gonna get into the government because it's just it's just torturous to even think about, but like but there is a there is some leadership issues that are affecting some things. And and I'm saying that because it, it goes both ways. It cuts both ways. And people are stressed for different reasons. I think as a counselor one of the unique perspectives that we get is to kind of be able to see the theme of like the population so people are coming in and well and also i like to say we're a part of that culture right so you're sitting there maybe stressed out and your client's telling you all this stuff they're thinking about and they're stressed and then you start realizing I'm stressed out about the same thing that you're stressed out about.
0: Totally, yeah. This past week, so many people have been been asking, like, with this panic inside, of like, I have social anxiety, and social phobia. You know, I'm. I went to the store and like, somebody, like, I didn't have my mask on, or they didn't require it, or something, and uh, and I was, people were looking at me, and I was like, I needed to leave. I was like terrified, and I was like, oh yeah, that kind of was the same experience I had and and I'm hearing it from multiple people I wasn't quite as panicked inside but it was the same like wow everybody's like looking at me because I, I don't know what to think about it if they're like mad at me for not wearing a mask or if they're like wow, a human face <laughs> with no mask on. I've forgotten what this looks like. I think it was more of that, because everybody was perfectly friendly and, and nice toward me. In fact, maybe they were like envious, like, we still have to wear a mask for work, and you get to have it off and walk around the store or whatever. But it's that same kind of thing where you hear it from other people, and you're like, oh, yeah, I've had the same kind of experience. And it feels really good, first of all, to hear, I'm not the only one. Yeah, I
1: you don't know this story yet, Aaron. This happened to me yesterday, so... I I found, I realized this yesterday morning that my first four clients were all by phone. Um, And so I was like, I'm in this little Fitbit group where there's like a step competition, you know? I'm like, dude, I'm going on a walk, baby. Yeah, because you
0: best gets to (laughs) (laughs) stepping.
1: Oh, my word. That just happened. So, So, like, I go on this walk, and I'm all over the place. And I'm like, oh, I have to have this thing called water at some point, right? So... I'm kind of near Home Depot at this point. So I'm like, I'm just gonna go into Home Depot and buy a water. And then I start realizing, I don't have my wallet. Oh, that's okay, because I have a little bit of cash. So I go blowing through the door. This lady's like, good morning. And I walk, there's another little entrance that you kind of walk through after that. And I walked through that and I felt weird all of a sudden. I looked around and everybody's wearing a mask. (laughs) like and i i was like oh yeah i have to wear a mask like it didn't even occur to me like and so um i mean technically in the state of oregon right now you don't have to if you're vaccinated so there's this whole thing and that's largely why we're that stress that's coming with all of that is what we're speaking to but it was so weird like people were so i did i totally got the stink eye honestly from a couple people um then i got a few people were looking at me like man, I wish I had the courage to do that. But I was sitting there thinking, I don't have any. I just, I have no memory. My
0: I'm just old brother. So, it'll happen to you someday too.
1: So then I was like, if I go out and buy this in the garden center, less people will freak out because it'll be outside. So, you know, this is the kind of thing though. It's like, I, you know, I, I was noticing that social anxiety, like you had mentioned there, and it has, it has picked up, but it has added itself. So, People that were not socially phobic before now are. They're sitting. I've got a few people that their job, a part of their therapy process, is they need to come in to see me because there's no, there's no reason for them not to. That the one time they did go outside, they got vaccinated type of. Thing. I mean, they have no things on the table at all. I'm like, wear a mask, come on in, whatever. You need to get out away from your home, and um, and so. You know, we get, we start getting afraid. Of, we have a natural fear uh, as people of the unknown, right? So there's, and, and also, we, generally speaking, we want to uphold the expectations of society. You know, like back in the way back days, like in, in Farmerville, when they were setting up a village, or <laughs> we're probably in the American frontier didn't have they didn't call them villages but anyway they're setting up town or whatever societies (laughs) yeah (laughs) they um the first thing they do it would set up a jail so that everybody could like safely set their own house up just in case somebody basically was like a turd and um so i say that because in general people are trying to follow the rules but there's gonna be a few that are like screw you buddy i'm doing whatever i want and so um so, yeah, that that kind of brings, manages, or not manages, but points to the stress out there. But everybody's kind of sitting back there on the unknown right now. Maybe that's you going like, I don't know what's going on out there. And the reality is, it's the same thing.
0: Yeah, you mentioned people who don't have social anxiety or are experiencing some of that now. And I think that's absolutely true. And I've also noticed people who had some sort of, like, insecurity or... Uh, uh, social phobia or I mean, not really phobia but social issue growing up you know where they felt like they were different or they felt like they didn't fit in or they were awkward which you know if you're talking about middle schoolers for example all of us you know everybody was um, but everybody has their own experience of that I've been hearing from people where they're feeling that same kind of insecure, I don't know how to be around people, people are looking at me, why is everybody else normal and I'm different kind of a feeling that, that connects for them back to something in their childhood. And I don't mean to make this episode like a you know, family know and gram, let's dig into like, well, my grandfather <laughs> <laughs> grew up and then his father before that kind of a thing. Um, but it's that idea that when something from childhood sort of gets triggered like this, you're not just dealing with the present scenario, you're dealing with how you've always felt about yourself. Uh, and that's just interesting cause it's not just a, Oh, it's different to be around people again. And wow, you know, faces and let's learn how to do this dance with each other. It's also, I'm like confronting issues that I've been struggling with in myself f- my whole life. So I think that can be an added component for people
1: so i'm gonna take you to the wayback playback machine all right it's first day of school junior high you got your shoes tied tight and your mom is just getting ready to drop you off and you realize oh my gosh people are gonna know i have a mom drop me off a block away <laughs> Because I don't want anybody to know that I'm connected to an adult. I don't want them to see this weird thing that I have to deal with every day called a mom. So you get dropped off a little early to what she's saying. Oh, now you're not what you're not. I'm, I'm not good enough for you anymore. Um, and so then you walk in the front door. And you're struck with everybody seems to be looking at you. They're all looking. And. You're trusting some things right off the bat. You've been to school before and you know how schools are supposed to be, but you've never been to this school before and you've never seen these people and you don't know what to expect and you're nervous and you don't know how they're viewing you, right? They look at you and you're wondering, like, oh, do they, uh, how's my hair? Oh, I, are these clothes okay? Because the junior high and in the clothes, man. Gemini Christmas, that's like long-term. What are you going to
0: say? Or like, oh, everybody has that backpack. I don't have that backpack. Or, oh, nowadays, I guess it would be like, oh, everybody has that phone. I have the old version. <laughs> right,
1: yeah. Yeah, and and they can tell which version of phone I have from 50 yards away um, or whatever. But
0: Your screen is small. <laughs> Mine's the gigantic size. <laughs> right.
1: Yeah. Um, yeah, so, and you go you go to your locker, but you're not 100% sure of where it is. So you're going in the general area, and you're trying to look like you already know everything. You already know where your locker is. You've been doing the school thing for years, right? Like, and so you walk over there, and you're like, okay, you slowed down too much. People are going to know you don't know where you're going, and you see it. Thank God you see it, right? So you go to it, and these days I know, like, for a lot of the junior high kids that they actually do a a better job of trying to integrate them up front but we're getting the cowboy version here so but can you see how kind of it's kind of like that right now right you don't you know what the general expectations are but a lot of this anxiety is, is being created because we kind of don't like people's opinions and different things are all kind of clashing at this point for what to do so you don't like you don't know when you walk in to that school if to, to kind of mix them up a little bit of the current time with my little analogy you don't really know who believes what and you don't necessarily want to be with the weirdos like whoever the weirdos are in your mind you're like i don't want to be with those Be like who's doing can i walk okay you're wearing that you're not You're not, okay. So if I'm over there, then I'm a super weirdo. If I'm over here, I'm also a super weirdo from a different perspective. I just want to get some milk. Like, (laughs) I just want milk.
0: (laughs) We'll be doing therapy with Nathan next episode (laughs) for some of his childhood issues. Uh, No, but I like that analogy also because uh, in my, we called it middle school where I'm from, and in my middle school, I had six different classes, and so I had to r- walk to each class. And each class was different; was like its own little environment. And the analogy, if you carry it further, would be like you're going into this school, and then each you know business you're going to, whether you're going to the bank or you're going to a restaurant, or you're going to a grocery store, you're going wherever you're going is a different classroom that has different rules, different expectations. The teachers got different. You know, if it's a syllabus, then different things that they're teaching. Some teachers are really strict and they have very clear expectations. Other ones are very loose and you can do whatever you want. And it's just really casual. Like you just don't know how to be in each of these different environments and what the expectations are because um, they're different from room to room or from place to place. And I think that is another component that adds to the stress of it all. Uh, not just, OK, here we are. We're in school like we're around other people. But it's also like. So I don't know how to be around them in general. But then it's also, I don't know how to be around these other people in this environment or these people in that environment. So many different complexities that are going on. And then it's also, it's it's been changing from day to day. And so I just think there's just so much, not just uncertainty, but change and and also, I, you know, as we kind of, um, it's going to be a shorter episode, but as we're, I want to spend some time talking about, like, what do you do about all this? How do you handle all this? I think you have to keep in mind, like your analogy was saying, like, you've been to school before. You you have. You know, you did elementary school, and this is middle school. It's a little bit different, but it's school. These other people are going through the same thing. You know, if you're talking about a sixth grader who was, Uh, just in elementary school for five years or six years or whatever before that, they are coming with the same experience, the same expectations, some of the same fears and anxieties and phobias that you have. They're looking at you. You might be thinking like, oh, this person is doing this to me. Uh, What's wrong with me? But in reality, in their head, they're like, oh, no, you're looking at me. And what are you thinking about me? We're like sizing each other up because we just don't know what to think. And I think part of it is we just have to keep in mind that we're all people, we're all going through this at the same time, having a lot of the same experiences.
1: Right. And, you know, back to my little uh, old town setting up your town analogy um, with the whole jail thing. Part of the reason why I bring that up is that the percent, if you're just, you can play the percentages here in your own mind from a normal standpoint. I mean, in general, like I had mentioned, 10% of society likes to push it. And really of those, you know, of of that 10%, half of them are the ones that you can actually be a little freaked out about. So the the reality is whenever you are, wherever you are, everybody's probably pretty much like you. I mean, they probably don't believe the same thing as you, but they also have the same ability to have distress tolerance and just not care. Just do the same thing you've done, which is like, I'm just not going to get into that. You know, like you might have a fervent disbelief or disagreement with with somebody as far as where you stand, and the and that's fine. But how often do people actually say anything like that to you? And like prior to twenty twenty, I mean, and it's a little bit obviously more confusing now. But my point is, is like let it let yourself relax a little bit into the whole thing of like the one commonality we have is we're all stressed out. Everybody's stressed out, and so as you're as you're processing this, you can kind of go, okay, well unless he 's a five percenter or she 's a five percenter i 'm probably not going to hear much about whatever it is that i 'm concerned about
0: One of my favorite things when I experience in public is when you 're going through something whether it 's you know at a grocery store you 're in line somewhere or maybe you 're in a movie theater and something 's happened you know i don 't know if you 've been at a movie where something 's happened and it hasn 't worked properly it 's like you build this camaraderie with the people around you of this thing that is happening somebody starts saying something like oh man like this is so frustrating or whatever and then the person behind them is like i know you know this just happened to me last week or um it's this that and then all of a sudden there's like kind of sharing stories and experiences of like i know i feel the same way and oh do you have this experience yeah me too it's like if you can If you can carry that with you, and I mean, it does take a little bit of vulnerability, but it's also, it's vulnerability in the sense that you're stepping out of your comfort zone to talk with somebody that you don't know and to share maybe even something like, um, wow, isn't this weird? I haven't seen a face in a long time. Or like you're saying that to another person without a mask on, for example. Like that's a little bit vulnerable to do, but I think the value of that is you're reaching out and inviting somebody else to feel the same way or you're you're hoping that maybe they feel the same way and you're I guess in a sense what you, to what you're saying you're playing the odds that most of the people out there 70 80 percent of the people are feeling the same way
1: yeah the other thing too is to keep in mind um there, so there I have noticed one thing I guess I want to qualify what I'm going to say here really quick with with the reality that there are people out there I, I have a few few people I've worked with that are like you know I kind of like this mask thing um, I I probably will still do it in large venues no matter what, or I'll do it. You know, and like one guy was like, "Actually, I noticed my allergies are a lot lower." <laughs> <laughs> like, and so <laughs> the women are like, "And if I break out, I can just cover it up really easily. It's great." <laughs> and then I heard this one lady in my head when you said that go, "I am breaking out." <laughs> <That's> stupid. <laughs> yeah, thing. Right. Uh, anyway, but my point is, is that to have the same, nobody really wants to wear a mask. Like nobody really wants to do that um, in general. And, but, and then some people want to, they'll push it or whatever, or they'll maybe not push it, but just not wear one to just have that same type of, to, to give your fellow human this
0: relaxed
1: response with your eyes of like, I get it. Like, this is frigging, this is hard. Like, it just is hard.
0: Yeah. It reminds me of something that John Gottman says. He's this uh, relationship research expert from the university of Washington up in Seattle, uh, Washington State and he says that there are a bunch of things that are important for healthy relationships and one of those is assuming the the best about somebody else or like assuming some like positive intent assigning positive intention to the other, the other person so kind of what you're saying is like if you can assign positive intent or assume the best about your fellow man and woman then it's like hey we're all people we're all kind of feeling the same thing and th- that's something that really connects us and I think it can help us to feel less anxious about it because if I know that you're probably feeling the same way and thinking the same thing, and if I give you an opportunity, <clears throat> if I give you an opportunity to say that, then we can be connected, and, and this whole social thing will feel a whole lot less anxious. Yeah, I think as,
1: I think what we want for you to take away here is you're not alone, uh, and as counselors, we have this unique vantage point to really be able to see that. And quite frankly, it's a bit more relaxing for us. That's one of the blessings of this, of this work is that we do get to see it and go, wow, okay, we're not really alone. People from different walks of life, different belief systems are all in the same spot. And, and it really is true. I, I'll have couples sometimes tell each, or I'll have them say, I love you with your eyes. Do it, like say it in your head while you're looking at the person. And that will change your eyes and you look. I don't know. Walking into Target, you're like, seeing, I love you, <laughs> your fellow man." But
0: <laughs> you might get the looks, and then wonder, <laughs> like, "Wow, everyone really likes me. What's that all about?"
1: They really can do a lot with their eyes. But the idea of softening, softening your yourself to your fellow human is kind of what we're trying to get across, and also to help you feel normal. This is it's it's just the phase of life we're in, and it's going to change. It's going to be different. But we want to thank you for listening. And I really hope that your day is going to be a lot less anxious and uh, have a great day out there.
0: Thanks for listening to our show. Don't forget to head over to Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you get your podcasts to leave us a review and subscribe to our podcast so you never miss an episode. You can also visit our website at www.shrinkthinkpodcast.com forward slash course. And sign up for our free email course, Nine Ways to Overcome Fear and Self-Doubt. And you'll get nine weeks worth of customized, practical strategies you can use to get past the fear that's holding you back in your life. Thanks again for listening.